Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Friday. You heard from him this past Monday, and it's my pleasure to bring Henry Kaminsky back on the show. We're going to talk about how to strategize and begin that foundational piece of getting your brand together. Henry, welcome back to the show, my friend. Zach, happy to be here, dude. What an awesome episode. Man, I absolutely loved Monday's conversation, and I think there's so much that if if y'all didn't catch that, I really encourage you go back and listen to the journey that Henry's been on to get to this point where now you're going to break apart like that strategy piece because there's a lot that goes into that foundational how to shape and craft and get branding and messaging and all these things. So we're going to start with how to break that apart. So catch Monday's episode, but definitely pay attention to right now in these tactics. I think this is about to be awesome. Henry, take it away, my friend. Yeah, so this is going to go out to all of my my personal brands, but keep in mind if you're not a personal brand and you run a and you run more of a business brand, it's okay. What I'm going to share with you is also applicable. But one of the biggest biggest things that I see my clients struggle with is not defining who it is that they're truly trying to serve. When you don't understand your client's pain points, challenges, and desired interests, you have a very hard time understanding what offers to put in front of them. That's why you see your competition killing it, or you see these other people where money, they're, they're taking money and they're shoveling it into their bank accounts because that's what they're focusing in on. That's why the bigger brands are innovating and, and dumping. Let me tell you a quick story about Tropicana. You know, PepsiCo owned Tropicana for many, many years, but nobody's really drinking juice that much anymore. So PepsiCo sold the Tropicana brand and dumped it. So pay attention to like what you're offering. And if it's not selling or resonating, dump it because it's just, it's, it's weight, it's baggage that you don't need. So what we really need to figure out is who's your ideal client? What are they struggling with? And how can your expertise help them solve that? Give you, I'll go back to the mosquito issue, uh, the, the mosquito squad company. Why did I reach out to them? I didn't have a big, uh, well, we, we do have a mosquito issue and a tick issue here, uh, but it wasn't on my radar to get that service done until my dog had Lyme disease. Then I don't care if that mosquito squad was $1,000 a spray. I saw my dog struggle with Lyme disease where his legs looked like they were on backwards. And I said, I don't want to put my dog through that ever again. And God forbid my, my son gets it or my wife gets it or I get it. Well, I'm bald. So you won't be able to, they won't get in my hair, but. Hey, bald is the new beautiful. It really that. is. It really <laughs> is. You look, you look great, bald, by the way. So. When you, when you understand a customer's journey, when you understand a compelling event that happened in your, in your audience's life, 
that is making them seek your issue, uh, your service, your product, that's what you got to hone in on, right? I told the story on Monday about the client that her calendar was so booked up, she had no quality of life anymore. That's the reason why she rebranded. I had a client that, that's up in Massachusetts that was getting nickel and dimed for like $1,500 a job. Meanwhile, he has 10 years experience and has a huge, huge reputation in his space. Yet he's peddling these 1500, like he's tolerating these $1,500 clients where one client should be at a minimum 10 grand, right? So that one client broke his chops, which made him say, that's it. I got to level up my branding, my online presence, because once I do that, these people aren't even going to approach me because I'm going to be my brand identity is going to be like repellent to those people. And it's going to attract the higher quality people that really appreciate me. Right. So that's, that's number one. That number two is now what is the vehicle that you're going to use to bring them in? So let's go to, let's go tactical. What should you be putting out on social media? Well, if you take the time to understand your audience, you're going to do two things on your social media. You're going to challenge objections and you're going to answer questions. Those are the only two things that I want you to do on your social media moving forward. Because now across all your platforms, you are going to be a social media FAQ resource guide. And I would love to come to your Instagram and get my answers, get my questions answered. I would love for you to squash the doubts in my head so that I can just hire you. Now, from there, what's the next step? You need that funnel. You need a vehicle to get them off of social media and into your world. So you got to make sure you have some sort of email platform or text message platform to get that name, get that phone number, get that email address and get that landing page that's gonna capture that. So if they're struggling with you know, time, money, energy, whatever the case may be, deliver a masterclass, deliver a digital resource, deliver a case study review um, on how you helped a, a previous client or several clients get over the problems that they were having in exchange for their contact information, because I will give you my information to get rid of this sore knee, to get rid of this lack of profit, to get rid of all this energy I'm dumping into social media, but I'm not getting any return on it. So know your clients better than they know themselves, know their pains and challenges and articulate them better than they could tell you and they will hire you. Now, from there, how do you build out the system? Now, how do you actually deliver the goods? What's your internal processes look like? What's your customer journeys process look like? So when they, the minute they give you their name and phone number and opt in, what happens next? And what happens after that? And what happens after that? What happens a week after? What happens two weeks later, right? What happens after they, they buy their first product off of you? What happens? Are you getting reviews? Are you getting referrals? Are you getting feedback on improvement? What's that look like? 
So this is what you really need to consider when you are building your online presence. When you're trying to take your, maybe it's a brick and mortar, maybe it's, again, a personal brand that wants to build more of a presence online, you have to consider all of these things. And this is what I do prior to the heavy lifting. I mentioned the brand accelerator program. That's my core, that's my core program. Um, but prior to getting into that program, we have to do a thorough assessment. That's where I got the brand doctor name from. If I, if you were to come on a Zoom call with me, spent 10 minutes with me, I barely asked you any questions and said, oh, you know what? We got to go for surgery. How would you feel about that? What would be your confidence level of me performing that surgery su successfully? No x-ray, no MRI. No x-ray. Maybe I, I, I gave your knee a little flick <laughs> with Just my check, finger. Check the yeah. reflexes. Does it sound yep, hollow? Yep. Oh, yeah, you yep. need surgery. <laughs> you need a hip replacement. And that, but that's what a lot of people do, right? That's kind of like the overall is like, oh, here's my recommendation, but you haven't actually figured out what the problem is for a marketing message or anything like that, right? I had a client that came to me uh, and said, I got, a, I got a quote for 50 grand for a website design, redesign. And I said, well, what is, what is that going to do for you? And he's like, I don't know. I said, do you really need a website redesign? He said, I don't know. They, they said I do. I said, did you get a second opinion? He said, this is why I'm coming to you. I said, is the website the real problem? Or could it be your messaging? Could it be your offer? Right? So you got to diagnose before you prescribe. And that's what we do with the brand assessment. So you come in. And this is not free. I don't do this for free, but it's a nominal fee compared to spending thousands on something that you don't need. And we look at, I look at, it'll be one-on-one -on -one with me, but I look at where you're at right now, get a good idea of where you're struggling and then figure out where you want to go. And then again, with my experience, I could see the gap. You can't because you're inside the bottle. Too far in the trenches on that a lot of times, right? Right. So now I can say, well, listen, if we focus on a strategic approach, the chances of you getting those results increase by 20, 40, maybe 60% sometimes. Even more maybe. Because now we're coming at it strategic. You would appreciate this, Zach. Would you ever go to war without a plan? I mean, you're talking a lot of strategy that goes into fighting. And that's the same thing with business, 100%. So why would you, I had this woman reach out to me the other day and she says, oh, I'm just going to sell this thing through this guy's email list. And hopefully I can make 300,000 by, uh, by end of September. Do you even know what his open rate is? Oh, he said it was, uh, it was good. What's your offer? Is this offer even going to resonate with the people on that list? You don't even know who that list is. You're going to war without a plan. And that's going to be a long, dirty fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, you know, I felt bad for her, but I said, maybe you don't need me. Maybe you need to go do this and experience that. Some people need to get burned, Zach, you know. That tribe off fire and something like that. I mean, that's, it just amazes me how often people are stubborn in the 
well, we've done it this way in the past. But what people don't realize is like the way you've done it in the past isn't what's going to get you to the next level. And what you're talking about is 100%. Oh, well, you know, a website. Got it. Cool. And like you said about yours, it looked pretty. It looked awesome, but you weren't on it, right? You talked about that Monday. And so many people think like, oh, I just need a website or I just need to post on social media. You're not Gary V. So posting 18 times a day on every platform because he has a video crew following around, you don't have that. So you can't go emulate that, right? So it's like people get so stuck in this linear mindset where, like you're saying, you have to be way more specific in what you're working on. And and one of the things I learned in my master's degree I got, a, I got a master's in business management. And one of the biggest things, my biggest takeaway in that whole two years was allocation of resources. Not to go too deep again, like I did on Monday, but we have everything right under our nose. We just need to allocate the resources. So again, I, I, I reference a book quite often. It's, it's by Dan Sullivan. It's called Who Not How. And that book is like really changed my life in ways that I can't even explain. And basically the premise is stop focusing in on how you're going to do everything. Focus on who is going to do this for you. Right. When I realized I shouldn't be writing my own emails anymore. And if I do, first of all, they need to be proofed by somebody else. Cause I'm, I'm not that good of a writer. I write the way that I talk because that's the way I was taught. Right. But my wife, when she reads my email, she's like, you don't do this in corporate America. I was like, well, I'm not corporate America. But, you know, I, I realized there's the emails can't be written by me. You know, if, and if I do write them on my own, I'm going to tell you in the email that, oh, you guys, this is me, right? I shouldn't be designing my own funnels anymore. Because that's taking me away from these types of conversations. It's taking me away from strategy with my clients, right? So I'm focusing in on now, okay, this is great. YouTube ads, phenomenal. Who's going to do this? Not me. So that's something that I would, I, I highly recommend you do because, and that goes in every, every avenue in your business. And I got somebody uh, the other day on one of my live streams and he says, you know, Henry, you're giving us all this stuff, but this only works if you have money and you could like hire these people. And I like lost my mind. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the first time on a live stream. I like almost, I lost my patience a little bit and I called them out. I called them out. And I said, dude, I started this business with nothing, nothing, and grew it into multiple seven-figure business. I said, you know what I bet on? Myself. I figured it out. I got resourceful. I did stuff for free. I did things for dirt cheap, just to get my foot in the door. Depending, you know, now, now I'm at a different, now I'm at a different level in my life where now it's. I'm a, pre I'm a premium because I've gotten all of that experience. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'll be a forever student. I'm never going to know it all, but I know I know more than the clients that I serve and they pay a premium for that because they don't want it to take 14 years. They want it to take four months, four days, and they'll pay a premium for that, right? So look at the word premium. There's two definitions. Premium is like expensive, but premium is also when you're looking at insurance, you pay a premium for your car insurance. God forbid you get into an accident, you're covered. And that's what my clients pay attention to. They're like, I'm just paying a premium because God forbid something goes down or God forbid I get stuck one day. I want you to be in my corner to tell me what punch to throw. 
And that's that's why we have a really cool after you graduate the, the brand accelerator program, or if you're a good fit for the branding on demand program, it's it's a monthly program that I work with clients and it comes with consulting, but it also comes with design and funnels. So you can leverage my team and you can get some of that design work done without you trying to, you know, I need this designer over here, or this designer over there. That's what Russell was struggling with. And that's what we helped him with because then he just came to me. I directed my team, brought it back done. Right. It was so simple. So, so I hope this was tactical enough for you, Zach. I was, when I hear the word tactical, I think step-by-step -step approach granular, you got to go deep. So I hope what I gave today was enough just to get you started. And again, if you're, if you're interested in dumping on me, your, your current situation and assessing what needs to be done to get you where you want to go. Again, I highly recommend the brand assessment. It's worth it every time. Yeah, I mean, it really is a non, very nominal. You look at the assessment um, and all the pieces that it comes with attached to that in a lot of your programs, man. It's just very minimal investment attached to what the potential growth on the back end could be. So um, it definitely was heck a hella tactical. I won't even, won't even censor that. It is hella tactical. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that, man, because I think this is the foundational piece of entrepreneurs, business owners, people transitioning. You have to get this piece right. Do it now so your foundation doesn't crumble later. Because if you build a bad foundation, it's not going to hold up the house when you're ready to scale. So I appreciate those tactics, my friend. Remind everybody, what's the best place for them to find you, get this content, and of course, your podcast, everything about you? Yeah, so Unique Designs with a Z at the end, not an S, .net. That is the hub to get access and subscribe to YouTube, follow me on Instagram and check out the brand, uh, the brand doctors podcast as well. We're up to ep episode 440, some, somewhere along the way. I saw you have a ton of episodes up. Yeah. It's so we're, we're, we're going strong there still. And it's that, that show has been a blessing. Hey, listen, I'd love to have you on. That'd be a great, that'd be a great episode. Hey man, don't sugar me up right at the end. Cause I'll definitely take advantage <laughs> of that. I, uh, it'd be a great conversation, man. The offers out there, my friend, let's make it happen. Love it. Well, Henry, I appreciate the value, man. I appreciate the tactics. Thank you for your wisdom and everything you're working on. And definitely catch me on that, that show. That'll be fun to uh, dissect a terrible military brand. That's trying to get <laughs> ship righted. It'll be awesome. But Henry, thanks for your time, brother. Thanks again, Zach. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.